You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. Or for some of you, it's a good afternoon, depending on where you are. But um, it's another beautiful day in, in the city. And uh, we've got Agent in Charge ready to go and ready to uh, rock and roll. And so we're going to turn it over to Sandy and Maggie. And it's all yours, folks. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Agent in Charge Hour. And, uh, once again, uh, Maggie and I are, are broadcasting from the sunny state of Texas, and it's kind of cool down here, but it's really nice weather. We enjoyed this break from the heat, and we're both, uh, we only live about, what, Maggie, probably 60 miles apart, maybe, if, if even that far. Oh, gosh, it's only like 30 to New Braunfels, but I don't know how far your ranch is, so, yeah, maybe well, I, about 60 miles. Cool. So anyway, so we got a, a, a really yes. Uh, what's the uh, what? Do, uh, Ed Sullivan say we have a really good show, a really good show today. <laughs> Real exciting show, and uh, <laughs> if we're gonna we're gonna be covering some some uh, timely events that are going on, and and uh, and Maggie is always is, is prepared. And like I say you're you're in luck because you got three of the uh, the nicest know it alls in the country here that are gonna uh, tell you how we feel about things and. Nice thing about us is we don't use four letter words unless we drop something on our foot, and, and we we all we don't uh, argue and fight. We just have a, a really decent conversation here, and, uh, and so well, we're going to get kicked that off right now. So anyway, so just uh, you know, before we get in, because I, I, Maggie, I like to discuss you know what you your take on what's going on in the country, and so that's kind of why I want to start out, and, and then we'll go into uh, later. We're going to going to i know i said last uh, program that i was not going to give a lesson on tour the the dark web and how to get onto it and how to use it but i changed my mind because we've seen all this huge censorship come across the different uh uh social media outlets in which they're uh censoring you know that they took parlor off uh that everybody has censored the president out he can't get his words out except for two tv stations now and and so we're going to talk about tour, and then Maggie has prepared and is going to uh, enlighten us and discuss with us uh, constitutional what the Constitution is, what it says, and what's going wrong right now. And so, is well, that correct, probably, Maggie? Probably not the whole thing, but but just a little discussion of 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 what was going on at the time the Constitution was written, and 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 how. Uh, what the actual uh, 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 meaning of, or, or the actual intent of what they wrote, why they wrote it that way was, um, uh, and how that's been, you know, uh, bastardized by the different uh, courts in the United States. I mean, you, the whole Constitution, to, to, to you have to go back to... Uh, what was meant at the time they wrote it? So I'll just leave that for there right now, and um, and gotcha. you go on and do yeah. So yeah, like I say, of course, yeah, you can't just you could you could you know they uh, there are entire courses that take entire semesters and years if you really want to study with the Constitution, the history, and everything, and and uh, about it. So yeah, so we're going to discuss what's in you know what's what's yeah what you're talking about is what you know what Bible scholars call dispensationalism. And that's where you study, okay, what was written at the time and what the political and the 
living situation was and, and uh, why it was. Betty, Yes. Yeah, and why, why, why it was written that way. And, and, and if you do that, if you take that into the proper context, then this whole thing makes a whole lot more sense, and you'll see how far we've gotten away from what the intent of, of, of the amendments and the whole Constitution itself, uh, what, what it was meant, meant to do and meant to be. Right, so that'll be very interesting. And I, I'm sure you will we'll, we'll cover it as, as, as much as we can in an hour here. So, yeah. but anyway, so I, guess I like to start out with my my favorite. And I don't even really regard Thomas Jefferson as a politician. He was a founding father who tried to keep politics out of American life if that's possible, and to to, to bring common sense into the equation. And so, and like I say, what you're going to talk about is going to put in light. You can better understand who and what Thomas Jefferson was and what he was thinking back then. But I always start out with a quote of his, and, and this is uh, pretty appropriate for today's program. And Thomas and Jefferson once wrote, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. And so if we ever, you know, if you think, if you're out there wondering what the heck's going on with your country and what we're going to do about it, you know, you've got to, like we talked about before, you've got to step up, you've got to take a side, and you're going to start doing something. You're going to have to get organized. You can't go out there one-on-one. And try to take on this this uh, this uh, huge government machine that now is run by the Democrats, and so you're going to have to get your you're going to have to wrap your mind around what we can do to set things right and get this country back on on the right track. And and the thing is, we don't. And I say that I mean we're not going to give it in. We're not we're not giving in. That's that's the misconception that so many people have is that we're not giving up our freedom. At least I'm not giving up my freedom. And there's a lot of people like me, and so that feel the same way. And so, short of going out and and, and uh, you know doing a lot of violent acts, there are things we can do. And, uh, and so, I want to first of all. So, what I want to talk, get into, Maggie and, and Dave, is that uh, tour. Okay, what is tour? And it's called the Onion Router. And I've got some information pulled up here, just going to give you a little history on it because that is a big deal right now. And, uh, of course, you know, most news now and the way people operate, uh, we did just fine before the Internet, but now the Internet seems to run everything. And so we're looking, for, if you're needing a way, yeah, the thing, and Maggie, you know more about the Internet and more about computer systems and data than I do. I mean, that was kind of that was mm, one of the things. No, you, I, you I, I, I kind of had you fooled for a lot of years, uh, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> I had I, you did a, I had I, you did a good job. It, <laughs> no, I mean I knew I knew the programs that I had access to. I knew you know all the ins and outs of those. But as far as you know, being an internet IT guru, I am absolutely a techno moron. So um, you know, uh, the, 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 my limited knowledge is you know, control alt delete and then turn your computer off for a minute and turn it back on. And and well, people I- seem to think. I knew what I was talking about because that worked ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> right. Well, you know, but, I, uh, no, I, I can't remember. Did you ever meet my, the agent who used to work with me over there, Nathan Sully, uh, when I was in Russia? I, no, I, I don't think because it was just you and I that were for, for for safety's sake. It was just you and I that were always we tried to keep everybody out of our conversations as much as we could. And uh, yeah. so, uh, and so we won't go into details on that, but everybody, you can imagine, you know, you always, always said a loose lift sink ship, you know? Yep. And so, uh, 
but anyway, but Nate is a uh, is a he is a true computer expert. Uh, no longer an agent, he's gone to the private sector. He left uh, Homeland Security uh, a year or two ago. But he is a, he is an amazing person when it comes to computer knowledge and his ability. I mean, he just I've never seen a guy that was this sharp computer. And I, we're gonna try to get him on sometime in the near future. If he, he has a real busy schedule, but we'll see if we can get him in. And he he can even give you. He's the one who taught me about Tor, and uh, and uh, I mean I had had the the uh, the government washed or watered down training, but he's the one who really educated me on, on not not just what it is, but how to use it. And so Tor, like I said, they call it the onion router, and the reason they call it the onion router is because it layers. Okay, the way it works, and it, let's just start with a little bit of history first before we get too far into it. You see, this started back in the, the, the mid-1990s, and uh, developers, researchers, they were trying to find a way so that uh, people could talk without government interference and government monitoring. And so what they did, it was developed by, let me find these guys here, there was three, uh, three uh, computer scientists. They were working under the Department of Navy. They were funded by the U.S. Naval Research Lab. And they created a way to do inter- they put internet they they in other words, they take your internet connections they don't they that don't reveal who is talking to whom as they actually put it even if someone monitored the network and what that means is Tor was created uh, really it was created towards the end of the Soviet Union and when the internet was getting up and going and then also when uh, all the uh, Eastern European countries started to, to dissolve communism and, and became their own countries. There was a lot of uh, a lot of warfare going on, a lot of assassination attempts, a lot of censoring going on, and so this was set up so that that what it does, is, in other words, it's making it impossible unless you gave personally identifying information. We call that PII over the internet. It's almost impossible for a government or a monitoring agency or person to know who you are or even where you are. And the way they do that. Is that you know once you sign in, you go on the tour and you download it. It's, it's a free it's a free uh, application for your uh, computer. But when you sign into it, you agree that they use your uh, server, your IP address, and they bounce that all the way around the world. So in other words, so when you log in, I may log in here in uh, in New Braunfels, Texas, and but. When you when somebody is monitoring me, another government agency or another government or this government who's the world's worst at it, or they does the most monitoring, uh, they don't know where I am because what it does is it will shoot my it'll shoot my uh, uh, information my my digital data to a uh, to a, uh, a server in uh, Pakistan maybe. The next mm-hmm. time somebody from Pakistan logs in, it may it's it's, it's it will it may, it may it may come up it may it will sorry I can't talk today it will sync up with my hard drive and it will use the URL address and it will show that coming from South America somewhere uh, Uruguay or you know or even Iceland I've, I've seen I've seen when we were doing cases where it would, it would pop up you knew the guy was an American and then we've actually saw one come from Iceland <laughs> you know <laughs> so so I say that so. It's almost impossible. The system still works really well, and it's free. and uh, And you uh, you log into it just like you pull it up in your application on your on your uh, computer, just like you do any application. And uh, you log into it, and you'll have a login, and then it puts you in. And then the, the internet. I mean, you can have access to all the different systems. 
in the world. I mean, you do. You have unless there's a particular system that won't let Tor get into, it, but most of them do. And so, the downside of this is that you, as you know, as you can guess, is that it's notoriously run by uh, pedophiles, drug dealers, all types of people who are trying to remain anonymous, and it's a have with a secure form of, of communication. And so, but within Tor, you know, you have uh, you have uh, different email systems, okay? And I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you the email system I use. I'm not going to tell you the, the chat sites. I don't get involved in chat sites. I just monitor them and read them to what's going on. But I'm not going to give you those names. You can find those if you have a little time on it, and, and you'll find them, and uh, and you can decide, you know, but because the, the important thing is the governments of the world cannot tell who you are, where you are, unless you give them information about yourself. So that's what I want to suggest is that once you get on this site that you never use, your, not even your real name, you don't use any type of phone numbers, anything that really belongs to you, because then that's out there. It's just like anything you put on the Internet, it's out there forever and once you put it out there. And so that's the downside to any system. I mean, then you can still, in other words, what I'm trying to say is you can still be caught if you're doing something on tour. And it's just much more difficult. But the way that, that you know, we would use the, the system, I would use it when I traveled around the world when I couldn't get, when I had important information or had to get in contact with someone because, and I was not, did not have access to a classified computer system or a, or, or a classified uh, uh, phone system. I would use it to talk with my people. And we had a, we had code words set up so we would know what was going on. And I'm not going to tell you who, what, I mean, that's something you're going to have to figure out here as well. But, uh, and then also, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really secure system. It works real well. But like I say, you got to be aware because it is monitored a lot more probably than your regular internet because number one, there's less traffic on it. And number two, so it's easier to monitor. And the NSA watches all the time. I mean, that's, as you imagine, you would well imagine it's the, it's the, uh, it's the, the system of choice for terrorists around the world. And yeah. so, uh, so anyway, so that's, that's Tor. And so, uh, like, but be careful who you talk to as well. I mean, just because, I mean, say, I mean, even regardless of when you go on, when you go on to tour, okay, regardless of what website you go on, regardless of, of who you talk to, your computer still makes a record of everything. That doesn't wipe your, your hard drive, okay? So in other words, if somebody comes in, if a government agency comes in and takes your computer, your hard drive still may create what they call a mirror image, and it holds that information from now on. And so, I mean, so if you're going to go in there and learn how to make bombs, it's got to be on there. And once they figure out who you are, that's going to be the evidence they're going to use against you. So, so did, I, did I miss out anything on, on, on Tor Maggie that I should have said? I mean, I'm not trying to create this, sell this to criminals. I'm just selling this to the Americans now that, you know, if you're going to be censored and if we're not going to have a way to talk, and you and, and, and there is talk, you know, if we, we're all hearing this come from Capitol Hill, where they're wanting to punish people who are conservatives, who voted for Trump, who uh, had anything to do with his success, you know, they're getting ready to persecute us. I mean, so you just you got you got to call it what it is. And so, as far as communicating and being able to get information out to each other, you need to do it fast. Tour is the only way to go. What say you, Maggie? Yeah. Well, uh, the thing that gets me is right now seeing the news. Uh, I mean, you're going to have to do something because. Right now, uh, Apple, Google, and I forgot who else, Yahoo, who else has the shops are not going to allow uh, the Am- Amazon and 
Yeah, Amazon Parlor or Parlay, right. however they pronounce it, uh, apt right. to be listed on there. So uh, because they 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 don't monitor, and um, you know, I mean. I don't mind. Uh, no, it's not. I don't mind. I do mind. Uh, uh, I mind tremendously the fact that Big Brother is now watching us, and and Big Brother decides uh, what we can say or think or hear. You can't. You know, there's two two uh, uh, news media now that actually just report the facts. One is OAN and the other one is uh, Newsmax, I think, is the other one. But the, the uh, sad right. part about it is, Maggie, uh, Big Brother was meant to be, or quote-unquote, was described as government, and this is not government. This is uh, Facebook and, yeah. like you said, all these corporations that really have no right of it. You know, they should all be sued for any information that they have on you or me or anybody else that we didn't give them right to. And uh, well, we're gonna, we're gonna, I tell you what, we're going to have to take a break right quick, and uh, we'll do that, and we'll come back to Agent in Charge right after a couple of messages. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, and I hope you'll make plans to join us on January 28th for Warriors for Hope. I'm thrilled to be a part of this virtual fundraiser for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital and Warriors to Citizen. These organizations do so much to support veterans, first responders, and families who have been touched by pediatric cancer. I'd also like to thank David Moxley and his show, David's Pick, here on America's Web Radio for supporting Warriors for Hope. And I know you'll want to join in and support this event as well on January 28th. So visit warriorsforhope.events. That's warriors and the number four, hope.events. You can make a gift and reserve your seat for this virtual benefit. Again, that's warriors and the number four, hope.events. Thanks for your support, and we'll see you at noon on January 28th. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Uh, welcome back to the uh, Agent Charge Hour here on America's Web Radio. And if you're just mm-hmm. tuning in late, we're uh, Maggie and Dave and I are talking about uh, Tor. Uh, we left uh, talking about uh, the uh, the the uh, the dark web as its uh, slang name is. Tor is the official name. I spelled it T S and Tom O S and Oscar R S and Romeo Tor, and it's a uh, free website that you can uh, download to your computer. It works best on a uh, on a uh, not on an Apple based computer, but uh, I think Apple charges you to download the uh, app. And uh, and I know that the uh, uh, the Microsoft uh, systems were I think it works better on Microsoft, which is what I used to use. But I've actually used it on Apple systems as well. I had a Macintosh computer when I was working overseas for a while, and, and it seemed to work okay on that. And and basically, what it is just to rehash and not go into a lot of detail. It, it allows you to. Log in and communicate with people through email, chat sites, uh, go on to different websites, and uh, it, it basically bounces your URL, your address, 
off of another server in another country that makes it almost impossible for you to be tracked by a government or an agency or a, or a corporation trying to trying to get trying to monitor you for whatever reason and uh, and it, uh, but like say the downside to it is is that is that uh, you you know it is monitored because there's fewer people on it and by all the not just the NSA but all the governments of the world that have the uh, capability of getting online you will monitor it. And they don't even have to do it covertly. They can just go into the website, chat site, and watch what you're saying. And uh, but, like I say, the, the the thing you have to be very careful is that even though it does not identify your location and who you are, if you put out personally identifying personally identifying information (PII) out there, then it's the same. It's then it's the same. You, you've lost the battle because there's uh, you've given up who you are, and then they can figure out real quick where you are. And, and so, and then we were just concluding. Before we went into the uh, to the uh, break, is that my advice though? If you choose to get on tour, because the issue we're having now is all the censorship that's going on from our government on on social media. Uh, don't go crazy because it is used by a lot of uh, you know dark people. What they call the dark web, and uh, and you know it can everything that you access online is going to come back. If your your computer hard drive. Uh, makes a copy of everything that you do. And I know this, Maggie, I know this book, this was a lot of what we did with internal affairs. And we had people within the agency that were either considered that they were uh, thought to be looking at child pornography or or on their government computers or, uh, you know, involved with some type of uh, uh, criminal activity, whether, you know, uh, you're all computers will make a what they call a, 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 a mirror ghost or a ghost image of everything that you access. So and if, and unless you destroy the hard drive, like like, uh, like uh, Hillary did. Clinton did. Yeah, I mean, that's the only way you get rid of it. And so what, if they can get it, so if the government can manage to get a hold of, seize and take your computer away from it, it's the same evidence as if they, if they went in and they took it off the, uh, the web themselves. So anyway, that's just in a nutshell, that tour, and uh, it does work. And I've used it internationally, and, and Maggie's been aware of it. And we were discussing also. Uh, you were talking about what's going on now, and the different companies that are that are shutting down our freedom of speech. Yeah. Well, it's a kind of rehash exactly. what you were saying. Yeah. Well, you know the fact that they they say, oh well, we don't agree with the policies of this company, so we're not going to let you uh, we're we're not going to let you access it, and that's. Yes, I mean, you. Um, you're right, Sandy. They're not the government; they're tech companies. And so, who, uh, you know, how does, for example, Exxon decide that uh, at their gas stations you can't sell mobile oil? You know, I mean, it, it, it's the same basic principle. Amazon and 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 Google and. Um, Apple decide. Well, no, we're not going to let you access this application, and and well, no, several of, course, of them because because oh. they don't like what's being said on those platforms. You know, right? Gotcha. Yeah. So 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 here's the argument, though. Okay, and, and Dave, you 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 being a business owner, can uh, we're all. But, you know, I'm a business owner as well. But like you're talking about, Maggie. So here's the the other uh, flip side of that. Okay, so they said, "Well, you can't tell me what I can and can't do on on my uh, on my uh, format." In other words, you know, I own what's the guy's name who owns Google? I can't remember his name. But uh, oh, I don't 
Z- Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, a little weasel look oh, guy. Facebook, uh, yeah. Yeah, Facebook, yeah. Facebook, yeah. Anyway, so here's but the reality is, okay, they, they develop those companies and, and they own them. And, uh, and so, you know, it's like someone coming in here and telling us that we can't talk about this stuff on Dave's program here. Dave, uh, Dave's yeah. uh, a, a radio station here. So what, what, what do you say about that? Well, the, uh, you know, they, are you talking to me or talking to Dave? I'm sorry. They, uh, whoever, whoever will talk back to me, please. At any rate, they, you know, they, and we've discussed this about uh, how far we can go. It's like uh, today, uh, I think it was um, Google has taken down all references to weapons. And uh, Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think it was Google. It may have been Amazon, but one of the two. And, uh, you know, any anything that supports uh, the Second Amendment, they're trying to take down. And and you know this right. is this is uh, rules for radicals. And if you haven't read that, everybody ought to read it. And they're going by it. And this is uh, Lewinsky's book that uh, you know that Obama was a follower of. And what's going on today is is uh, step one, two, three, and four in, in uh, Rules for Radicals. And another portion of that is, uh, and this is why, and a number of us have talked about this, that this whole thing, you have to step back and look at it. The timing on the COVID-19 was just absolutely incredible. And only China or someone of that size could do it. And they did it, and they've done it, and they're doing it. And, um, you know, you can argue, argue any way you want to argue, but uh, COVID-19 has changed our world and changed America and uh, cost Trump his presidency. And, you know, so as far as a show and format goes, uh yeah, what could they do to me? They can shut me down just as, <laughs> much easier than they shut down Parler. Um, right. They're out for everybody, you know, everybody from churches to any kind of communication, any kind of group meetings. Um, it's amazing. And I I'm, I never thought I'd see something like this. Right. Yeah, really. In- and then, yeah, and it's, it's just, uh, I mean, they, and here's, the, but, you know, of course, we are, we do get distressed, and I hate to see this happen in this country, and, and more or less for my kids' sake than me, because, you know, I'm, I'm in my twilight years, as they say, and, and, uh, but, uh, it is a shame to see this happening, but at the same time, okay, look at who's controlling us now, because you go, Let's, let's reverse the clock back to the nineteen early or about you know nineteen eighties. We didn't have we didn't have Facebook. We didn't have Amazon. We had none of these uh, these uh, companies that we have all become so addicted to. And we did fine. We did fine back then. And so what I'm trying to get at here is that okay, if you don't like these companies doing this stuff, I've already stopped buying everything from Amazon. I never have been on Facebook. Uh, I was on Parler for a little while until so they shut it down, and I was mostly just monitoring. And uh, but you know, but uh, if you don't like what these folks are doing, the best nonviolent way to get back at them is just 
you know, censor them. Don't let them on your computer. Don't buy from Amazon anymore. Don't go to Facebook. Don't do all these things that we survived with, you know, fine for years before they before we became so addicted, not only as a country but as a world, to the to the uh, devices, you know, electronic devices. What do you say about that, Maggie? Well, yeah, I mean, we have gotten lazy. I love buying from Amazon because at 2.30 in the morning when I can't sleep, you know. Uh, but, I know. It, it, uh, yeah. But, you know, yeah, that, that's the only way we're going to make our voice heard is, you know, money talks. And, and I've said for a long time on a lot of these groups uh, that, you know, and they say, well, the news this. I'm like, okay, write their advertisers. Tell them we're not going to buy your product if you don't. You know, if you continue to advertise on Good Morning America until they start reporting the news in an unbiased manner, we're not going to buy your product. And if all 70, however many million of us that voted for Donald Trump did that, um, I think, you know, some changes would be. But you know as well as I do, cops have a very bad habit of saying, well, this needs to be done. And then, uh, by God, we solved that problem. Let's go have a beer, you know, and it... (laughs) Right, yeah, talking to in other words, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, you know, it's like, um, you know, instead of just everybody, we need to go back to, like, uh, Barry Goldwater, grassroots politics. Everybody start writing letters saying, hey, you know, I object to the fact that you show um, uh, blacks and Hispanics is always the crook, or you always show blacks and Hispanics as the pimp or the prostitute or the dope dealer or the robber. Um, and you, or, or on the other hand, you show them as just uh, 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 laughing stocks. You know, they make the most the TV programs make the most ludicrous um, stereotypes. Uh, uh, I remember the one that I watched once, just because I liked the guy that played the lead, the, the fresh off the boat. They made this Asian man just look like a total money grubbing idiot. And they do that. You'll notice. Watch, okay, we're going to have to take another break. Okay, you know, folks. We're, we're going to interrupt and uh, take another break. And uh, we'll be back with Sandy and Maggie right after a couple of messages. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. want to remind everybody to write down on your calendar uh, that this Friday, day after tomorrow, we've got Rocky Blyer coming on and also one of the super heroes, for me anyway, Lee Greenwood. And uh, Lee's going to be on about uh, 10.30 our time. Eastern Daylight Time, and uh, Rocky Blyer is coming on from the get-go at 10 o'clock. So tune in this Friday for Rocky Blyer, followed by Lee Greenwood, only on America's Web Radio, in support of Warriors for... Oh, my goodness, I just, for hope, Warriors for Hope. And that's uh, Warriors to Citizens has gone together with St. Jude's Hospital for Children, and they're putting on a huge event on January the 28th. And um, 
we're supporting it, and we want you to listen in on on this Friday, the 15th, to uh, Rocky Blyer and uh, Lee Greenwood. They'll be telling you about something. They're going to have a virtual event, and they'll be auctioning off guitar, signed guitars, and many, many other things that you'll find extremely interesting. Uh, you know, like... Uh, as many of you know, Rocky Blyer was a star for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're going to be auctioning off some of his jerseys and just all sorts of neat things. So with that being said, let's get back to Sandy and Maggie, and it's all yours. All right, so here we go. So we're getting into the uh, second half of our hour today, and and uh, Maggie and I, we're not, we do come here with the game with the game plan. A lot of people don't realize that, but we do. And uh, so, uh, what we're going to talk about now, and I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to lead you into this because uh, Maggie talked about, you know, we're going to talk about the Constitution and and the, what was going on and the meaning of it, and, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I think this is it can, that's an example of what we're seeing today. Is that uh, you know if you're watching the news, you know that that the uh, the, the FBI now is investigating all these uh, folks that uh, that did this raid on the uh, or uh, riot, I guess you'd say, at the Capitol building a couple was it a week ago, two weeks ago, well, two like it was a couple weeks ago, but uh, but uh, past, so, past Wednesday, uh, Sandy. Wednesday, okay. Yeah, a week so, from uh, today. Yeah, it was last week. Gotcha. Last Wednesday? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, so, but, okay. So the FBI is getting involved in investigating, you know, what happened, how it happened, who was involved in what. They should. There was some stuff, there was some violence going on there, and, uh, some, some, some deaths resulted from this whole situation. And, but they still won't investigate voter fraud in this election. All which is what is causing the, all this turmoil to begin with. To my knowledge, have y'all, have y'all heard of the FBI investigating anything on the, on this fraudulent election? Nope. So with that, I'm going to leave it up to you, Maggie. I'm going to lead in. And, and so tell us, so let's talk about the Constitution, and let's see if we can kind of assimilate what we're talking about here now to what was going on back then. Okay, well, and I remember back to when I was in eighth grade, which is like, 50 years ago, but we don't need to go into that. No, it's longer ago than that. Hell, I just had a birthday. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> I had. Happy uh, birthday. Thank you. It was a couple months ago, but anyway. Um, oh, that's right. I, remember, I thought you had happy birthday. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, it was your birthday that was a couple of months. Anyway, we had to yeah. pass a constitution test to graduate from middle school and go into high school. And I can remember spending one whole summer with my parents sitting around the table at dinner time, and we, my dad assigned us to read a chapter, you know, or a section of the Constitution, and then we had to discuss it. So come eighth grade Constitution time, I didn't have a problem. Everybody was scared to death. Oh, we won't graduate, we won't graduate, we won't graduate. Um, and so, anyway, uh, and, and then I've been thinking, you know, everybody bandies the Constitution around and how they're going to use this amendment to do that and that amendment. And it all boils down to you have to go back and look at what was going on um, in England primarily. That was the source of most of the, uh, in, the British Isles were the source of most of the um, 
immigrants to the United States at the time, what was going on, and it was taxation without representation. It was you were not allowed to speak against the speak out against the monarchy. Uh, uh, they fought for 300 years over Catholicism and Protestantism. So, you know, when the Catholics were in power, by God, you had to be Catholic. It was the national religion. When when the Protestants were in power after uh, Henry VIII, then, by God, you had to be a Protestant. Uh, uh, you People were not allowed to... Uh, Stand around on street corners and and um, and talk uh, uh, against uh, the all the things that were going on that was making their life misery. So when the Constitution was drafted, all of these things came up, um, and and they. Uh, Hated the fact that the what whatever the king or queen at the time said goes the monarchy. It was so, so they came up with the three legislative the three branches that would all have equal power. That they, so they would counterbalance each other. You had the legislature, the judicial, and the executive, and not one branch of the government was any more powerful or any more important than the other two which was wonderful when you stop to think about it, it, it as, as it was written back in 17-whatever, 1802, I think, is when they... Um, 1789, when, 80, I think, is when... 1789 was when... I can't remember yeah. the place. Yeah. I don't know why I have to go back to the research thing. I can tell Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, you know, the executive power shall be vested in the President of the United States, okay? Okay. Um, then it goes down and it tells you how to vote, that um, each state shall appoint in such manner as legislature thereof, that means the legislature of the state, may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in Congress. And, of course, that was all set out that each state, uh, would have two senators and then the uh, minimum of one congressperson uh, based on population. Okay. Um, let's see, where were we? But no senator or representative or person holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed an elector. That's our elector, electoral college. Okay? That, that's gotcha. where that comes from. It says nothing about, you know, the the, uh, the the popular vote nothing nothing whatsoever about the popular vote gotcha. it says they will appoint each state will appoint based on what their legislature says okay that was the basis for one of the lawsuits that I guess got kicked out okay um, then it says that the judicial power of the United States will be vested in one supreme court and in such inferior courts as Congress may from time to time ordain and establish. The judges, both of the supreme and inferior courts, shall hold their offices during good behavior and shall at stated times receive for their services a compensation, which shall not be diminished during their continuance in office. Now, nowhere does it say they get it, you know, they get that same amount of money for life, but anyway. Um, right. Okay. 
in this article six. Um, wait a minute, where am I? Where am I? Um, no, we're going down to the. I lost one. Hold on. Um, oh, we all have to see your moments today. <laughs> I know it's like oh, I'm it's okay. We, we just. To, we paid our dues. Okay. We deserve to get old. <laughs> I know. We're old. There were probably between us about 500 years old. But anyway. <laughs> um, then it goes on and says where they can, wherever two-thirds of both houses shall deem it necessary, propose amendments to this Constitution. Right. Or upon the application of the legislatures of two-thirds of the states shall call a convention for proposing amendments. So that means we, the people, could call for an amendment to the Constitution, okay? Right. So then we got down into the, uh, to the um, uh, Bill of Rights, okay? Uh, and here's where it gets real tricky. It, 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 it's interesting, but i got to get to that page. Hold on a second. Uh, where's the Bill of Rights? Here we go. I mean, the Constitution itself was very short and sweet. Okay. They came up with the, oh, come on, where'd that page go? Um, the Bill of Rights. I can't believe it. I have about eight open things here. And like I said, I had. Here, like, okay, here's, remember, a, here's a trend. Before, I had before computers, people. we used well, before, before <laughs> computers, we used to write everything down on paper. We forgot how to do that. I know, really. Okay. All right, here we go. I found him now. Okay. All right. Um, so, Amendment Number One: Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Okay, that goes gotcha. back to the problems in England and the and the British Isles, where you had to be Catholic when the Catholics were in power, and you had to be Protestant when the Protestants were in power, and you were, you know, yeah, day over what, what was it? Okay, was it wasn't Henry the Eighth that uh, he got upset with the? Uh, uh, well, yeah, with the Catholic my... Church. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 would, they would let him divorce his wife, so he started his own church. Well, no, 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 because I'm an Episcopalian, and there's a whole lot more history that goes behind that, and we'll go into that on another day. But anyway, okay, the Anglo right. Church was already established. Anyway, that was part of the problem, but anyway. Um, gotcha. Okay, so again, the Congress shall make no law respecting, prohibiting the free exercise thereof, which is the freedom of religion, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press, okay, both of those because nobody was allowed to publish anything uh, against the monarchy. Nobody was allowed to talk against the monarchy. Um, yeah, so that, that, I, I'm not trying to, if, if you got it, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to walk on you, but I just, it just you know, it, it's such an appropriate topic you're talking about because we, you and I were talking about before the show today is that, you know, there's already a proposition. I mean, they're talking about it on the Democrat side of the House that uh, that they're going to try to pass a, a domestic terror law, okay, through the Congress, through the Congress and the Senate, that is going to make it illegal to say to talk about anything they call uh, seditious, and that is going to include talking about this fraudulent election. Uh, in other words, if you talk about this on the internet or, or, or in a way that is that is what they're going to class and what they're going to describe in the law as seditious, you can be prosecuted, and probably charged with a felony. So yeah, yeah so go ahead. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Be so, yeah, 70, so, there'll be seventy million of us, you know. 
So anyway, but then it says, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that the, they they can't infringe abridge the freedom of the right of people to peaceful assembly and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Okay. The First Amendment is you can talk, but you can say whatever you want in against the government. Okay. That that's right. what it amounts to. It doesn't right. mean that. The freedom of speech doesn't mean that uh, Nazi sympathizers or whatever can go spray paint swastikas on temples on on Jewish synagogues. Okay, that's not what right. the that's not what that First Amendment meant, and it's been bastardized by the various courts throughout history. Um, uh, you know, if you just sit down and read, it's so simple. It's it's it, it's clear. It's concise. You know right. that we're allowed to to peacefully assemble. We can set, tell the government, "Hey, what you're doing is wrong. We want it fixed." And that's a guarantee of the First Amendment. Okay. Right. Second Amendment: a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Again, this goes back to England, where nobody, the, the quote, peasants, unquote, who were being taxed to death were not allowed to have firearms. They couldn't fight back against the, the, the uh, monarchy soldiers, okay? Basically, they just they but, became minions, I guess you'd say, where they, you know, you didn't have, you have, there's no way to fight back, were, right. Yeah, they were targets. They were yeah. They they just had to do it, put up or shut. You know, put up and shut up, or get your head chopped off type deal. Right, right. Okay. No soldier in time of peace may be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner. That was because the Brits would go in, walk in, say, "We're taking over your 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 house here because we're getting ready to go fight these people, and our guys need a place to sleep." And that's wonderful. Right. That's great. And they. And that they would literally throw them out in the snow and, yeah. and eat all their food. They just, wherever you had was belong to them. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, exactly. I've, I've read there's several accounts of that that actually happened. So. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and then, of course, the Fourth Amendment, the one you and I have been, you know, dealing with most of our lives, is the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. Okay, that's right. that's perfect sense. You can, you have to have a reason to go kick in my front door, and it shouldn't right. be because you know because I posted something on Facebook. Right. Um, now, and that's, you know, that's why you know in, in earlier shows. I mean, I've I've you know I I and you remember our agency, unlike the FBI. I mean, our thing is we really were staunch supporters and protectors of the Constitution, and right. especially when I was I was a supervisor and my supervisors before I became a supervisor, we really went that extra mile to make sure that every warrant, every uh, uh, affidavit uh, was constitutional and that it was truthful. Yeah. And we, and we then, really went yeah. that extra mile to protect And you had to get you know, it, it passed, passed the U.S. attorney, you know, because the U.S. attorney, if, if, if there was one little thing wrong with it, they wouldn't even waste their time taking it to the judge to get it signed. You know, you guys. Right, right. You guys, you guys all swore under oath that everything was true and factual to the best of your knowledge, and 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 none of that is happening right now. We're being, you know, 
unreasonably searched. Our 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 uh, words are being searched, uh, not by the government, but you know by well, someone else who thinks they're smarter than we are. You know, we talked about one of the one of the, one of the earlier shows when when Dave and I first started this little project. That uh, and I gave this I gave this advice to lots of people because. You know, I'd say I'd always I, I tell people, okay, if if and this is going this is going to be important that as, as as we get into this new administration, as things in our government start to change, when when any officer shows up at your door, knocks on your door, and says we'd like to talk to you, the only thing you should say to them is because they're not there for your benefit. Trust me, unless you know, unless you were a witness to something that, and it's pretty obvious that you're a witness to a crime, and they need to talk to you as a witness. But if you if you're under suspicion that that they're there to investigate you, the first thing you should say is, "Do you have a warrant for my arrest?" And if they say no, then the next question you should ask is, "Do you have a warrant to search my uh, my residence?" And if they say no, then you say goodbye. If you want to talk to me, talk to me through my attorney. That's the best legal advice I can give to anyone. Mm-hmm. And that goes. That's the Fourth Amendment. That's what the unreasonable yep. search and seizures. Unless unless uh, the uh, you know. Hire a legal minds. Uh, in this case, would be federal or state judges. Everything has to be signed off for a judge, by a judge in most cases. And uh, so, in other words, there needs to be a really scrutinizing uh, eye uh, review of anything legal that before they can take your take your freedom from you and take your property from you and search for mm-hmm. reasons to do even more to you. It has to yeah. be constitutional. In other words, it has to be within. Yeah. The boundary of the Fourth Amendment. So that's, I'm sorry, yeah. I just, just wanted to point that's that out. Okay. That, that's why. That's why it's so important. So. Yeah. Well, and just a little little case in point here. People who live in Texas, a justice of the peace is not a court of record. Therefore, any warrant signed by a JP is not enforceable. My uh, my husband, who had gotten a search warrant signed by a JP uh, because there was a plane load of dope that landed at Castroville Airport, found that out the hard way. Um, it's you know one of those little things yeah. that's peculiar to uh, to states that have JPs. Um, you know, right. you think a judge is a judge is a judge. Well, they ain't in Texas, so anyway. Right, right, right. So I'm about to. I guess we could do the Fifth Amendment and then save the rest. Uh, the rest for for another another show. Yeah. Although it'll pro- probably have to be two weeks. But uh, anyway, and right. then the Fifth Amendment is no person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless upon a pre- presentment or indictment of a grand jury except in the cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia when in actual service in the time of war or public danger. No per- nor shall any person be subject to for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb. That means that's your double jeopardy if you're found innocent of a crime. If you're found innocent of, if I'm found innocent of murdering Sandy, uh, and then two days later they arrest me again for murdering Sandy, they can't do that because they already found right. me innocent. Um, right. Nor shall anyone be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself. That's your Fifth Amendment. I plead the Fifth Amendment. It's self-incriminating. Nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without the due process of law. Nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. That's your... um, 
Oh, I just lost it. I lost it. That's when public, uh, is it public domain? That's it. Yeah. Public domain. Go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. That's, that's, you're right. Public domain. Eminent domain. Eminent, Eminent domain. Eminent yeah, domain. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's the Fifth Amendment. So, you know, so and it, the Fifth Amendment is, is so important. It really is because, and I've explained this, and, and this is what you and I always would look at, you know, in, in cases that we work, is that, you know, if you can, like I've said before in the past, most people talk themselves into jail. They really do mm-hmm. because they'll start talking mm-hmm. and saying all these things that without attorney present, they say, they give you, they used to give us all the evidence we needed to get them indicted and, and put them away, along with other evidence, you know, hard evidence that was like, particularly like in a drug case or a... Or a uh, right, uh, yeah, money laundering. Uh, right, so, and, uh, but, like, the, the, but it is, and, 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 and until, like, the, the new king and queen, you know, uh, Biden and uh, Kamala Harris, so they get up there and start trying to screw everything up. Uh, <laughs> it is the government's burden. To prove you guilty, you never have to say anything in your defense. The only thing that you're required to do when you're arrested, indicted, and arrested, or arrested, period, is just give them your name and your address and your and your date of birth, and that is it. Yeah, yeah identifying data. And so, in any of that information that is illegally taken from you without the Miranda warning read to you, and, the, and you not know, and, and, you, and you have to, you have to cite most agencies now. Will have you if you read the Miranda and uh, you sign it that you understood it before you'll start talking to them. You have to also sign. They want they require you to sign a waiver, understand that you're waiving your Miranda rights and that you're going to talk to them, which is a stupid thing to do. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, don't do it if they come after you. You make them prove their case because if we don't, if we don't make government prove the case, then you know, then then we we're setting ourselves up. For the Constitution to fail, that's the bias, the bottom line. Because really, I mean, because they shouldn't even be after you. They should never indict a person. It's basically, you know, if you're the person being indicted, unless they have sufficient probable cause to do it. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like hey, most people talk themselves into these situations where they get indicted and, and convicted. And so, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not trying to go counter to law enforcement, but make them do their job. Because if we don't make them live by this, the, the, the Constitution. Then we lose. We're going to lose the Constitution because yeah. it starts to erode. I mean, if nobody takes it serious, nobody goes by it. Why even have the Constitution? Mm-hmm. And so exactly right. Anyway, exactly right. But I think so, you know, yeah. that's, we need to go back and and I mean, it's an eloquent document. It's just you know, I mean, the the that they could write a document that could be relevant. 200 years ago and still be relevant today, um, it's everything you want, you know. It's right there in, what, 1,800 words or however few it was. It's it's, it's incredible. We like to to think in this generation that that we invented and created everything. And, and yeah, I remember these folks back in those days, they had already been through these experiences that, that we're going through now, okay, and like you said, you were very correct in pointing out the historical significance of why these why these these amendments in the Constitution came to be, and because they had learned. I mean, that's and, mm-hmm. and they the whole thing about America. It still is. It's an experiment in freedom, 
And if mm-hmm. we if we if we let government, you know, control our lives, then they, then then it's over. And and yeah. and here's and I know and, and you and I, I mean we're not we're not radical we're not we we do lead a little bit to the to the to to the right side because we believe in freedom of the Constitution, and uh, but there are arguments on both sides of this election issue, and they it, and and so and here's here here's my thing. I mean if about the whole issue you know, this this election is so constitutional because the whole thing is is okay. There's a there's a huge allegation, and there's supposed to be a lot of uh, evidence out there that it was it was a fraudulent conspiracy. Okay, if it's not, then everybody needs to know that. Even though, no matter which side of the argument you're on, we need to see the evidence. The evidence has never really been made public to us to us to really look at it mm-hmm. and have a court decide what this is. And so, you know, the the whole like I said, the whole situation is playing out again here, where you know they were. Uh, the the founding fathers were trying to escape from a corrupt government, a, a totalitarian, a tyrannical mm, type of government. Exactly. And that's, and that's the that's the direction we're headed now, and mm-hmm. so that's why I keep telling everybody you you've got to have to make a stand. You can't just keep sitting by and hoping things because trust me, the government doesn't have your best interest in mind, and they really don't. It's a power grab. It's a money grab. Yeah. Go ahead. And you can't just sit around and complain on on. You know, social media platforms. You have to actually get off your butts, write the letter, write to your congressman, write seconds. to your senator, write to advertisers, and say, "Hey, we're tired of this crap." You know, right? We want to hear unbiased news again. We don't want. We don't need the, you know, adjectives that are denigrating to the. You know, the president said this. You don't need to say the president. Snarling said this, you know. I mean, let me let me figure okay, out folks, when I watch him go. on TV if he's snarling or not. You don't need to tell me he is. I'm I'm a college graduate. I got a you know. I'm a smart lady. I can figure that out myself. And that's right. what irritates me. We're out of time, anyway, folks. I guess we better hush now. We gotta go. I hear Dave talking. Yep. Uh, we've got to go. We're out of time. So we'll look forward to continuing this next week. We well, hope that uh, everything oh, turns out okay. Day, two weeks. Uh, uh, Sandy's got surgery, and I'm going to be out of pocket next okay. next Wednesday. So two weeks. Um, it'll be in two weeks. Okay, thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.